Amen, amen. On this blessed Sunday night. Hallelujah. I'd like to welcome all. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Who's on the line? You got Bishop Goffin on here. All right, amen, amen, amen. I would like to welcome all of you all to In God's Word with Prophet Hallman. The the topic tonight will be in the midst of the battle, we will all conquer. And we all are facing a battle today. With uh, COVID-19, with uh, all, all of us around the world today are, are going through things. And those are losing jobs, uh, losing uh, their jobs, their homes, uh, nowhere to live, no nothing to eat, uh, shortness, shortness of food. But we, the, the scripture we're going to go in tonight is we're going to talk about David, the psalmist. And what we, the scripture we're, we're going to go into tonight is First Samuel chapter seventeen, verse one through twenty-five, and we, we, it's the battle of David and Goliath, and how he was able to not be in fear, not not worried about his stature, or if he had muscle or anything, but he had the faith in the Father and the Lord, and he knew the Lord was his strength, and whatever battle he went into, he knew that the God, God was on his side. So as we go into the scripture tonight, I pray that God begins to open up our minds, uh, make things clearer today, because we that's what we need. And as long as we are able to go into the Word together and and get our uh, get our that we get our script from the word, and if we just go together in the word, scripture to scripture, chapter to chapter, and be able to humble ourselves and go into the word together. Amen. Amen. Now the psalmist David, he was he was a very encouraging man. He himself, and and he he was never in fear or doubt. He had his rough patches and his tough times, but he. He always found time to to, to uh, uh, talk to God and, and and bring about what he was going through to the Father, and just being able to to talk to him and and even though God knew already what he was going through, he he was he was able to to speak unto the Father, no matter what was bothering him, no matter what was on his mind, no matter what he was going through, no matter what was before him, what battle was before him, he knew where. He could go and where his strength was in the Father, in the Lord. So as we go into First Samuel chapter 17, we're going to start with chapter 17. We're going to read all the way, actually through to, to chapter 17, 1 through 58. And we're just going to read. And as we read, we just gain obtain knowledge from the word and from from David, and we understand and through that us reading that we understand that of course we are in battles now, but 
we can't worry about what what uh, things people say or what this or uh, that say or he he say she say. But we have to be able to to have our scrim bold scrim, and we got to go with in any battle that we may go through, that we may face. We must be able to to understand that we got God on our side and understand that we're going to be victorious, but we can't lose hope and we can't lose faith in the Father. Hallelujah. And we're going to read verse 1. Now the Philistines gathered together their armies to battle and were gathered together at Shogel, which belonged to Judah, and pitched between Shogel and Azekai and Esther, and Saul and Saul and the men of Israel were gathered together and pitched by the valley of Elah and set the battle in array against the Philistines. And the, and the Philistines stood on a mountain on the one side, and Israel stood on a mountain on the other side. And there was a valley between them. Hallelujah. And there went out a champion out of the camp of the Philistines named Goliath of Gath, whose height was six cubits and a span, meaning that this was a, a very tall uh, armament or a soldier. And his stature was was tall, and his physique was mighty, and that he was uh, very tall. Like I said, he was like like tall, a uh, 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 tall stature. Hallelujah! And and he, and he had a helmet of brass upon his head, and he was armed with a coat, a mail, and the weight of the coat was five thousand shekels of brass. That was a lot of weight. That was a lot that one, uh, any old person could uh, uh, be able to, to wear in, on themselves. But you can tell that this individual, this soldier was very strong. His physique was strong. And he, can be, he was able to, to uh, wear these uh, pounds on himself without giving away. And he had greaves of brass upon his legs and a target of brass between his shoulders. And the staff of his spear was like a waver's beam. And his spearhead weighed 600 shekels of iron. And one bearing a shield went before him. And he stood and cried unto the armies of Israel and said unto them, Why are ye come out to set your battle in array? Am not I a Philistine and ye servants to Saul? Choose you a man for you and let him come down to me. Meaning that he, he's telling, letting them know, uh, the Israel, Israelite, letting them know the army, letting them know, okay, bring out your best soldier that will try to, that has enough, uh, that wants to battle me, that you think will be victorious Kiss me and be able to take me down. If he be able to fight with me and to kill me, then we will be your service. But if I prevail against him and kill him, then shall ye be our servants and serve us. 
So meaning that he brought about this ultimatum onto the uh, the so other the other camp and let them know that okay if if you are victorious against me then we my my men will be your servants we will be your servant but if I'm victorious against you your your men and your servants you guys become my servants against their soldiers they become his servants. He's letting them know, okay, you, you are able to victorious against me, I we become your servants. But if I if I overpower you, you will become mine. Amen. And the Philistine said, I defy the armies of Israel this day. Give me a man that we may fight together. When Saul and all Israel heard those words of the Philistine, they were dismayed. And greatly afraid. So Saul and his army and his men were, when they heard these words of this uh, uh, Goliath, this man of great stature and, and uh, strength, uh, they were afraid because they saw how tall he was, how probably physique was, and they, they, they became afraid, afraid and in, in, in fear. Of his stature and his physique and the things, they didn't want to be their servants. They didn't want to be their servants, but they became afraid, very afraid of the words and of being their servants, the Philistines' servants. And they didn't want to be it. They didn't want to be it, but they were very afraid. Now, David was the son of that Ephronite of Bethlehem, Judah whose name was Jesse, and he had eight sons, and the man went among men for an old man in the days of Saul. And the three elder sons of Jesse went and followed Saul to the battle. And the names of his three sons that went to the battle were Elip, the firstborn, and next un unto him, Ebonab, and the third, Shemon. And David was the youngest, and the three elders followed Saul. But David went and returned from Saul to feed his father's sheep at Bethlehem. And a Philistine drew near morning and evening and presented himself 40 days. Amen, amen. So that means that, that, that the Goliath was, uh, he kept presenting himself uh, four. They said, and the Philistine drew near morning and evening and presented himself 40 days. So uh, Goliath, as we read, it seems that, seems that Goliath, he was not giving up. He was still uh, in the midst for 40 days. He continued and, uh, and, and was waiting on someone to come and uh, battle him, his opponent. He was waiting. He was waiting. But uh, as we go on and read, it shows, it, see, it tells us that there was none that was willing to come and face Goliath until we read about David. Let's, as we go on to read more about David in verse 17, it says, And Jesse said unto David his son, Take now for thy brethren an effort of his parched corn and these ten loaves and run to the camp to thy brethren 
and carry these thin cheeses unto the captain of their thousand, and look how they, thy brethren fare, and take their pledge. Now Saul and they, and all the men of Israel were in the valley of Elah, fighting with the Philistines. So they were battling, battling the Philistines, Saul and his army. And David rose up early in the morning and left the sheep with the people and took and went as Jesse had commanded him. And he came to the trench as the host was going forth to fight and shouted for the battle. For Israel and the Philistines had put the battle in array, army against army. And David left his carriage in the hand of the keeper of the carriage and ran into the army and came and salted his brethren. Amen, amen. So David was sent to, to bring about the beat. He was the servant of Saul. And he was and also the psalmist. So he himself was bringing, uh, was told to bring cheese and loaves uh, uh, of bread and corn to deliver these things unto his, uh, uh, the soldiers of Saul and to Saul and his, his army. But let, let, let's read a little more in verse 23. It says, And as he talked with him, behold, there came up the champion, the Philistine, Lagath. Goliath by name out of the army of the Philistines and spoke according to the same words and David heard him, them. And all the men of Israel when they saw the men fled from him and were so afraid. So while David was uh, was giving the food out and uh, giving the corn delivering the food and of what he was instructed to deliver to the army of Saul and his army, he heard the words uh, of Goliath. He heard them. And as he heard them and the men heard him, they, the men, the soldiers that were by, they, they were, they fled. And because they were in fear of Goliath. Amen, amen. But and the man of Israel said, Have ye seen this man that has come up surely to defy Israel if he come up? And it shall be that the man who killeth him, the king will enrich him with great riches and will give him his daughter and make his father's house free in Israel. And David spoke to the man that stood by him, saying, What shall be done to the man that killeth this Philistine? And take away the reproach from Israel, for who is uncircumcised Philistine that he should defy the armies of the living God? And the people answered him after this manner, saying, So shall it be done to the man that killeth him. And Eliab, his eldest brother, heard when he spoke unto the man, and Eliab's anger was kindled against David. And he said, Why camest thou down hither? And with whom hast thou left those few sheep in the wilderness? I know thy pride and the naughtiness of thine heart, for thou art come down that thou mightest see the battle. And David said, What have I done? Have I now done? 
Is there not a cause? And he turned from him toward another and spoke after the same manner. And the people answered him again after the former manner. Amen, amen, amen. So we're reading, and as we, in verse 28, it's, it's, it's like the, the brother of David is asking him, why did you, why did you come where we are? It's dangerous here. It's dangerous. There's battles that are uh, uh, killing everywhere. You shouldn't be here. You, you left the sheep afar off uh, by themselves, unattended. And, and, but David told him, hey, uh, there's a cause for me to be here. You know, and he, as we can read, it seems that, that David, he wasn't afraid by seeing all the, 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 the carnage and everything that was going on in that myth in that particular time, in that particular moment, that he was not in fear of what he was seeing. Because if he was, he would have turned back. He would have turned back and, and went back to the sheep, but, uh, he, was there, not just to be there, but to there for a reason. Hallelujah. And as we, as we continue to read, we understand what that reason is as we read further in, in chapter 17. Hallelujah. Amen. And when the words were heard which David spoke, they rehearsed them before Saul, and he sent for him. And David said to Saul, let no man's heart fail because of him. Thy servant will go and fight with his this Philistine. And Saul said to David, Thou art not able to go against this Philistine to fight with him. For thou art but a youth, and he a man of war from his youth. Meaning that Goliath, he's been fighting, he's been fighting for since he was a boy. And he has a he he has he has a lot of you know stature to himself in that he he is particularly he is uh trained he's a trained soldier that has been in many battles, but David is only a youth, and he this this will be his you know this he's never been in the battle, so this will you know putting throwing him out there will be kind of you know kind of crazy. In that sense, will be kind of crazy. Amen, amen. Because uh, the lion, you know, he like uh, in the verse it says that thou art not able to go against this Philistine to fight with him, for thou art a youth, and he a man of war from his youth. Man, man of war from his youth. He's been battling in a long time, years and years. And then he didn't just decide, okay, I want to go out and just fight. He was fighting since he was young. He's been fighting ever since he was a boy. Amen. And David said unto Saul, thy servant kept his father's sheep. And there came a lion and a bear and took a lamb out of the flock. And I went out after him and smote him and delivered it out of his mouth. And when he arose against me, I caught him by his beard and smote him and slew him. Thy servant slew both the lion and the bear, and his uncircumcised Philistines shall be as one of them seen 
he hath defied the armies of the living God. David said, moreover, the Lord delivered me out of the paw of the lion, and out of the paw of the bear, he will deliver me out of the hand of this Philistine. Hallelujah. Amen. Verse 37, it says, David said, moreover, the Lord that delivered me out of the paw of the lion, and out of the paw of the bear, he will deliver me out of the hand of this Philistine, meaning the hand of this Philistine, meaning Goliath. So he had that, you can tell already, he, he had that, that, that he had faith. And he know his hope was in, in the Father and our Lord and Savior. And he knew already that, you know what, I'm going to be delivered from this Philistine. I'm going to be victorious. Meaning that in today's sense, what can, how, how can we use this, this particular scripture, this particular chapter? How can we use this uh, in today's perspective? And we can use this in today's perspective, the battle that we're going through now. Those losing, lost their job. Understand, we have, we have to keep our faith. A lot of us are probably saying, oh, we're not able to, to provide for our family. Or we're not able to, to put food on the table. We just, thing, fact of the matter is, we gotta just have faith. This is a battle that we all are going through. It's a battle that we will be victorious over if we just have faith and being able to not lose sight of who the Lord is. We, we gotta be, uh, like, like David the Thomas, when, you know, on a normal, in a normal person, you, you wouldn't, you want you probably think over oh, he went he ain't gonna be victorious over this Goliath. He, how how they are saying he this he is uh, in stature he is very tall and and and, and, and a lot of strength. But if we uh, if we have that faith we know okay you know what we he gonna overcome. So we have to be the same way as, as well. We gotta have that faith and understanding that you know what that we will overcome, that we will be able to be victorious over this Goliath, over this Pharaoh, over this Pharaoh. This is, and we just have to have that faith. We have to have that faith, understand that we will be delivered. It's going to take time, but God wants us now more than ever to just take more time with him, spend more time with him, and, and give him the time that he is due. And understand that any battle that we go through, he we will be delivered. But we in that in that time we must we gotta uh, endure some things before he deliver us. But while we are in while we are enduring whatever battle it may be, because if we understand that we had before this COVID nineteen, we had battles that we had before and that God brought us out of. Uh, people get, a lot of individuals are probably saying, okay, uh, yeah, he has before, but this seems like it's a greater battle. Yes, but they all are battles. This is a battle that we will win, that we shall win, but we have to have faith and understand that it's going to be battle after battle that we will have to Show the enemy that we will prevail and that we will be delivered by our Father. And we do that by, by more than ever, we need to uh, spend the time with him. Uh, 
get more get more into the word, his word that he uh gave to us to help us on our earthly journey. And as and as we go into the word and as we continue in the word, we gain knowledge. And God begins to pour into us and and, and gives us knowledge and strength through the word. Amen. And as we as we continue to to go on to verse thirty eight, David is getting ready to 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 get ready to face the great Goliath, the one who is mighty in stature and tall, very tall, and a lot of strength and muscle, and 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 he's getting ready to face him. Getting ready. Amen. Verse 30, it says, And Saul armed David with his army, armor, and he put brass upon his head. Also he armed him with a coat of mail. And David girded his sword upon his armor, and he assessed to go. For he had not proved it. And David said unto Saul, I cannot go with these, for I have not proved them. And David put them off of him. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 So David David is getting ready, and King Saul is giving him the, the armor he needs to, to protect himself from uh the 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 battle. In the battle, he's he gave him the armor that he needs to battle Goliath. Amen, amen. And as we go on note, verse 40 says, And he took his staff in his hand and chose him five smooth stones out of the brook and put them in a shepherd's bag, which he had, even in a strip, and his sling was in his hand, and he drew near to the Philistine. So, in verse 30, 30, 38, it says that Saul gave him armor. He gave him his armor, and he also gave David his uh, 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 sword. But David was not able to, to – he didn't know about a, a, a sword or how to – use a sword, so he decided to arm himself with the staff, a staff, and also he chose five smooth stones out of the brook and put it in his, the bag, his shepherd's bag, which he had on him at that particular time and that particular moment. And once he got all of his uh, tools that he needed, to go into the battle, he was ready to go and face uh, Goliath. And the Philistine came on and drew near unto David. And the man that bare the shield went before him, meaning Goliath. And when the Philistine looked about and saw David, he disdained him, for he was but a youth and rooted and of a fair continent, meaning that 
when he saw David, he, you know, at that particular moment in that particular time, he, he, he probably thought that this was a joke or something because he saw that David was only yay high and his, his height was not as close to his and that, you know, he he had no like he was kind of scrawny and short. He was not tall as himself, but he was he was short. And that he thought it was a joke. Hey, you guys send him out to battle me. And he didn't think that David would be victorious. But David had he knew that the father was on his side, and knowing that he already knew that God was going to deliver him. And that he will be victorious, and all he had to do was go out there and not have no fear or doubt, but understanding that God was with him in that battle, in that battle, and at that particular time and moment. And that's all. All he needed was to faith. All he needed was to believe. All he needed was to 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 understand that that the Lord was his is his help, and. In this particular moment in time, as we continue to read, uh, you know, Goliath didn't think that that okay, this will are they serious? Like, oh, is he gonna? You think he's gonna be able to take me down? He saw his stature. He saw how short he was, how young he looked. But you know, he didn't think so. But as we continue to read, uh, Lord is, is going to show that David will. Be victorious. Amen, amen. Because in, as, as we were reading, we saw that in the earlier verses of chapter 17, we saw that the, the other soldiers of Saul's camp were very afraid. Men, grown men, were afraid to face Goliath. But it saw it that David, a servant, came. And had he he was able to face Goliath, and then you know he didn't have fear because he knew the father was on his side, and he knew that he was going to be victorious. All he had to do was just go out there and not be afraid, because if fear or anything would have creeped in when he faced Goliath, there's no way. He, he would have been victorious. But David knew who he had in his corner. Hallelujah. As we continue to read, And the first time said unto David, Am I a dog that thou comest to me with staffs? And the first time cursed David by his gods. And the first time said to David, Come to me, and I will give thy flesh unto the fowls of the air and the beasts of the field. So he's saying that that you you will not be victorious against me. I'm going to feed your remains unto the animals of the air. I'm going to feed you. Once I kill you, I'm gonna feed you. So he he was already he was already he, he didn't think David had a chance because of his stature and, and 
and of great strength Goliath had. He didn't think that David would be very victorious. So, in, in, in that sense, before we take up, before we go in deeper and more into the word, this, part, as we have been reading, if we have that, we all in society today are able to have that same particular mindset in every battle that we go through, not whether it's not physical, but, but uh, the, every earthly battle that we go through. We have to be able to not be in sin and understand that God is right there in the midst with us in our corner by our side. And we just got to have faith, have faith and not be in fear or, 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 or what's going to happen or what's going to happen here, what, what may happen. You know, we just got to understand that we will be delivered and understand that God knows what's best. And, and, you know, the psalmist David, you know, he had great, he had great, uh, a great mindset and, and a great, uh, that he knew that the father was going to bring him out and that he kept his faith throughout the battle. Throughout the battle, different many battles that he went through or came across, he kept his faith, and God brought him through every battle that he was able to, to go through. He was able to go through because God was in his corner. He was able to go through because he had he had faith in God, and he was able to believe in God because he knew that God brought him out of many situations and he knew where his faith was. He knew who who he believed in and all he had to do was trust in him and that God was going to do the rest. And we, that's what we have to do today as well. Have that faith. Like there, there's a lot of like uh, in King Saul's camp there were many soldiers that were afraid of Goliath. There are a lot of individuals in the world today that are afraid of COVID-19. They are very afraid, out in fear. But we have to keep our faith. We can't be in fear, but we got to keep our faith. The, the enemy, Satan, wants us to lose our mind and keep us uh, discombobulated or off track. But we got to keep our faith. We got to believe in our Creator, believe in Him. Because he has all the answers. He knows it all. He he but we have to spend more time more than ever in the word. And we have to trust in, in our Father. Understand and we have to endure. We have to be able to endure. Whatever battle we go through, we have to be able to endure and understand, okay, my father's there. My father is right in my corner and I know I'm gonna be victorious. Through this ordeal, I'm gonna be victorious. I will be able to overcome this battle. I will be a conqueror. I will conquer this battle and I will overcome. And we all will. We all will. And we see it we see it in David. We see it in David. He was short in stature, 
and small in stature, but he had a big heart. He had a big heart, and he had faith in the Father. And he had he had the mindset of, you know what, I'm going to be delivered. Even King Saul, he, he didn't think he didn't think uh, David had a chance. But David believed in the Father. Others didn't think he would be victorious and take him down. But he believes in the Father. That's what we have to do today is believe in our Father and our Creator and be able to endure and hang on to him. We're going to have many battles that we're going to have to hang on to the Father because if we don't hang on, we'll lose our mind. We'll, we'll either take uh, ourselves out or uh, whether it's our brothers or our sisters, out, and we don't need it. We just got to keep our faith in the Lord. Keep our faith in him because he is, he is mighty and he's supreme. So we got to keep our trust in him. Without trusting him, we, we don't have a team on our on this earthly journey. We're going to have tough times. We're going to experience them. And as we continue to read more into verse 45, it, it says, Then said David to the Philistine, Thou comest to me with a sword and with a spear and with a shield, but I come to thee in the name of the Lord of hosts, the God of, of the armies of Israel, whom thou hast defied. Hey, hallelujah. He said, David spoke unto this Goliath, to the Philistine Goliath. And, he, and he, you know, when he saw his passion, when he saw how tall he was, he heard of the, uh, of how people talked about him, or the soldier man told him how tall he was and how, how he was in stature and how you know, muscle he, muscular he was. But uh, when he saw him in, in, in person for, him, for his own eyes, he spoke to him with mighty strength and with God on his side. He's spoken to him. He let him know, hey, you came to me with a sword and a spear and with a shield, but I come to thee in the name of the Lord of hosts. So he let he, he letting the Philistine know, Goliath, that, hey, I, I don't need no I don't need no sword, I don't need no spear, I don't need no or no shield, because the Lord is my shield. So he he's he's letting him know that. And he's letting them, hey, you have defiled, have defied the God. You have defied them. You have. He's letting them know, hey, he, he didn't come with no uh, weaponry of sword of what he, Goliath had, but he knew that his weapon was the father that will be able to be victorious, help him be victorious throughout this battle that uh, 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 normal I wouldn't see that would be possible, but spiritually, spiritually, you know that, oh, I'm going to conquer. I will be successful. I will be victorious over this battle, in this battle. Hallelujah. As we continue to read over to verse 46, it says, This day will the Lord deliver thee, into my hand. He's speaking to, he's, David is speaking to the lies and letting him know, hey, you will be delivered in my hand. You will be delivered and you, I will smite, smite you down. 
Amen. He's saying, and I will smite thee and take thine head from thee, and I will give the carcass of the host of the Philistine this day unto the fowls of the air and to the wild beasts of the earth, that all the earth may know that there is a God in Israel. And all this assembly shall know that the Lord saveth not with sword and spear, for the battle is the Lord's, and he will give you into our hands. Hallelujah. He's letting them know, hey, I'm not fighting alone. I'm, I'm, the Lord will, will, will be with me, and he will, he will allow me to be victorious over you, and I will be able to overcome you, and I will be able to, to be vic- victorious over you. And I will show that all that there is a God in Israel, there is a God. And but we have to we but another thing we have to understand, even though we don't see see things, we don't see it you know, we don't see an ending to to the uh, uh what we're going through now with the cover nineteen, we don't see an ending to it. But we have to have faith in our Father because our Father knows when the ending uh, is. He knows. But we just got to have faith throughout this battle that we are going through, through the uncertain times that we all are experiencing. We got to have faith. This is a battle. Have we ever experienced something in this sort in our life, like in a lifetime? Not, not with this great, uh, not as great as this, but we we have to be able to to have faith and believe in our Father and understand our God is mighty, strong, and He is our light and He's our salvation and our strength. He's all of that, and without Him, we we, we will not be able to to be victorious over this COVID nineteen. And we have to be able to encourage one another, lift one another up. And and we have to more than ever because we all want to be able to overcome this fire that's there. But we have to be able to encourage one another, enlighten one another, help one another in these times. A lot of individuals are losing their jobs. They, you know, they, they are losing their home. Uh, when they leave their head, they, can't, they don't call it home no more. They call the outside home, you know, but we, we have to be able to help our brothers and sisters and uh, uplift them now more than ever. And nothing in return because we all are in the Bible that, you know, God, if we have faith and trust in our Father and being able, we've got to be able to endure and do what we're going through now. This is a, this is a uh, great Goliath what we're going through now. And we will be, we will overcome this Goliath that we have in our midst now all around the world that we are experiencing. We will be able to be victorious, but we must be able to band together in the word of God and we must be able to, to, to humble ourselves together and work together and band together like never before because when that happens, 
and God sees it, not just sometime, but all the time, and it is working in harmony and in peace and working together for one another, building together. When he sees that, oh, that, 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 that's showing me, oh, that they, that they, that they love my word, that they are applying my word, that they are trusting in me, that they are, and when, when he, the father sees that, you know, he begins to move. But if, if we, you know, we, we don't, we are not able to do it together in harmony in the homes. Uh, uh, even in the morning, when we wake up and when God allows us to rise in each, each and every morning, we have to be able to, to pray unto our Father, uh, and thank Him for just another day to be among the living. Because there are many that have not overcame, uh, the covenant. They're six feet other under, not above ground anymore, longer. So, as long as we are above ground, we must uh, take full advantage because God gave us another day to be among the living and to be alive. So this is this is another day that we are in the battle. We we're still in the battle right now, but understanding that God is still in our corner. He hasn't took out his hands off of us. He will never win. But we just got to keep our faith. We got to keep our faith in the midst of this battle. Amen. As we go into verse 48, And it came to pass when the Philistine arose and came and drew near to meet David, that David hasted and ran toward the army to meet the Philistine. And David put his hand in his bag and took thence a stone and a sling in it and smote the Philistine in his forehead, that the stone sunk into his forehead and he fell upon his face to the earth. Hallelujah. Now as... In the midst of the battle, the Philistine came unto David, and David ran, and he met him as well. And it says in verse 49, and David put his hand in his bag and took thence a stone and sling it, and smarted the the Philistine, Goliath, in his forehead, that the stone sunk into his forehead, and he fell upon his face to the earth. Amen. And how how did how did how can you probably saying how can just uh that how can that just take out a sling and, and uh, some rocks from a creek, stones from a creek, be able to to take out a a strong and stature individual like Goliath, be able to take him out with no sword, with no spear, but uh, a sling and a stones. Well, because when he was in a battle with Goliath. 
like it said in verse 48, it said he, David ran to meet the Philistine. So as he was running to the Philistine, he had that endurance and he had so much, uh, 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 he had so much mighty strength. He had strength and the father on his side. And as, as that everything was building up in him, he, as, he was just ready. And once he flung it, God allowed it, the, the stone to land where it landed. Cause it, you know, it could have landed somewhere else. Could have landed, hit his arm, it could have, it could have hit his leg, it could have, uh, anywhere else it could have hit, but it landed right in the head, his forehead, and was able to sink into his head. And the lightest, the great giant was face down to the earth. And David was able to be victorious and was able to prevail over the life. Because when he, you know, when he was, when God was running to him, you know, if he was in fear, he would have turned or ran the other way, uh, went to go hide. But because he had faith in the Father, he knew who his creator is. He knows who his creator is and where his faith is and who his faith is in and who he believes in and who will deliver him over life. He was not afraid. And he knew who was on the side and that was the Father, our creator. And he was right there with him. And he allowed David to be victorious because he was he trusted in the Lord. That's the same with us today. We will be victorious. We see a lot of things going on today. Uh, government going haywire. Uh, everything going haywire. It's not one thing, it's another. But we got to have faith. We got to have faith. And that's the only thing that in my father, that's the only thing that's going to on this earthly journey is going to what's going to keep us. And in, the, and in this word, this is our earthly, this is what our earthly journey, and through our earthly journey, we're going to have to use and apply into our life and encourage others about and for them to draw nearer to the Father and, on, and for they can understand for themselves, hey, hey, God can do the same thing that he did for David. He can do it for, for me too. He can do it for all of us. For they can say that in themselves that you know what I'm gonna overcome this. I'm gonna beat this this giant. I'm gonna beat this. I'm gonna be victorious in this battle. We're going through a battle right now. We're gonna be victorious if we don't lose sight of who the Father is. We're gonna we're not we're gonna be victorious. But we gotta have that strength to understand. You know what? I'm going to be victorious. We're going to be victorious, but we have to band together. Band together how? We have to band together in the Word of God together. And we have to encourage one another on the Word of God. Because we're seeing today uh, tornadoes tornadoes out of nowhere. The storms building up. And we're seeing all things that, that what normally happen are happening because God is moving throughout the earth. He's moving, but we the, the fact of the matter is we have to govern ourselves in the Word of God together. 
So we have to we we have to apply His word and allow God to come into us and and and, and impart in us. When and what God comes in, we have to but we have to talk and speak unto the speak to the Father and allow Him to come into our heart and make us brand new. That's that's when we are and, and allow our minds to be open unto the word, His word. And once we once we talk to the Lord and our Father, and He is, and he, we allow Him to come into our hearts, we have to get more encouragement from His Word, from the Word, and how time and time again that individuals were able to overcome many obstacles. Because they had faith in the Lord, because they had faith, and because they knew where their help lied, who their help was in, and that was in our Lord and Savior. Because without them having that faith, not in uh, materialistic things, not uh, in, in jewelry, clothes, money, or anything of that sort, but in our Creator. So he who made all and who made everything therein, the earth. So we have to understand that, you know, the battles, battles are going to come. But we're going to overcome because Jesus overcame. He overcame it all. And he sacrificed for us all. And he wants us to as well. Do the same. Sacrifice our time. Put everything else on the on on the back, on the back. Leave on on, on the side, and put God, put Him first. And when we put Him first, and apply His word, and encourage one another on His word, only then God is able to move. But He wants to see all. Of his children, all of us apply it now more than ever. And band together like more than ever. We have to band together. It's very important that we do. Leave everything else on the back burner. But put, when we put him first before every other thing, put him first. Because when it's all said and done, who we got to go, when, when this world is over, when our earthly journey is over, who are we going to uh, go to? We're going to have to go through Jesus to get through those heavenly gates to go to our eternal home. This is just our earthly journey. But while we're here on this earthly journey, we have to together, band together, work together, help one another out. Work together, encourage one another on the word of God. And as we do that, God, when he sees that, and it's, and it's not for something in return, but it's, it's for, uh, for all of God's children, so we all can make it in and through those heavenly gates when, it's our, when our earthly journey is over. For God, for Jesus can say, you overcame earth, your earthly journey, And you have earned 
heaven. You put you 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 apply those things, or yeah, you you have some ups and downs, you have some setbacks, but you still kept faith. You still kept the faith in me. Even though you fell off, we all gonna fall off and drop the ball. But we still, but we we understand that you know what God is in our corner. He's right there in the midst. But we have to reference Him. We have to be able to go to Him, talk with Him, like David. Day and night, He was able to 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 to, to sing unto the Father. Uh, he was able to to spend time with the Father, singing to Him, uh, singing. Uh, of how many times God uh, brought him out and, and his, the love that he had, had for the Father and, and how many times he brought him out. God God brought us through a lot of things. Through this earthly journey, God has brought us through a lot of things. A lot of instances we, 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 we can say, hey, we don't know how we got through that, but it was only because of God. Because if it wasn't for him, you know, where would we be now? We don't know. But we have to have faith in our Father. We have to understand that we will be delivered over any battle. But we just have to be able to 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 have faith in our Father and understand God. God knows what's best for us. He knows what's best. He knows what's best. He knows what's best. But we gotta. We we can't have. We cannot have fear. We cannot have fear or allow fear to creep in because fear is is saying that we we we're giving up. We gotta we gotta put our we gotta give the enemy we gotta give him the best put our best foot forward and throw everything at the enemy that we have everything not 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 knives and uh, weapon weapons but going in our word applying the word of God. And as we, every time we open the word of God, the enemy is getting mad. He's getting uh, very upset because because he knows that we once we apply that word and start believing in God's word, we become we will be victorious and effective when we when we apply it. And we have to now more than ever. Because with this here temporal, this is not forever. We're only here temporary. Our eternal home is with the Father. And as, as long as we are able to be alive and among the living, we have to be able to together go into the Word, together sing in harmony, together uh, sing unto the Father. Going to the Word together, read scriptures together, uh, uh, give out our viewpoints of, of scriptures, and uh, be able to to enlighten one another on the Word. When we're able to do that, we become very effective, and we become it makes us feel good inside when we when we can do that and make God happy when when He sees that from His children, all of us are His children, and when when He sees that. It makes them happy, but we 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 have to encourage all of our brothers and sisters. We all are God's children. We have to encourage them, 
and lift them up and lift them up and tell, let them know. You know, God will work it out. God will make a way. Because without, you know, a few words can, can change a person's perspective. And have them from being in fear to being happy and joyful. So the fact of the matter is we have to be able to do that. Lift one another up. Because just think, if we are able to do that in these uncertain times that we are in now, lift one another up. Help one another. Guide one another. Encourage one another. Little things count. Little things God loves. And if it's something that, you know, you are doing from the heart and sincere, it's for nothing in the God loves that. And and as we go into to Psalms twenty seven, our next scripture. This is actually the the particular scripture David is saying how God was able to to allow him to be victorious over Goliath and many other. Battles, and he's also telling us not to be in fear. Now, because this is that when I read this particular chapter, Psalms twenty-seven, it spoke to me. God spoke to me through it, and it's the fear that that many may have over the battle that we are going through now. David's letting us know that we will overcome to not be in fear and understand that the Lord is on our side and is there with us. Hallelujah. And as, as, as I begin to read, me our ears be open and being able to hear what the Lord is saying and what David, the psalmist, is saying. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? Now that, stop for a moment. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? And these for particular time that we are in now. The battle we are facing now, you may say or you may think that we are in, this is a dark time for the whole entire globe. But there's still light there. The Lord is our light. Don't think it's, it's it may seem dark right now, but there is light. There, it's always been light. The Lord has always been on our side. Always. So it is very important that even though things may look dark, the Lord has been always there and being there for us 
being there right in the midst of everything, protecting us, watching over us. And we we can't be in fear. Yes, it looks things may look dark right now, but we gotta understand our life is in our father's our life. And he don't want us in, in the dark. We can't be in the dark. We can't be in the dark and, and we have to understand that things may look gloomy and look dark now, but understand he is there. He is there, we can't be in fear. We can't be in fear of anything, of anything that may come more, come to the world or that we may go through. We cannot. Yeah, it's a difficult time, but don't be in fear. We got to have faith and understand that he is there. Amen. Amen. And verse, again in verse 1, the Lord is my strength. Is the strength of my life. Whom shall I be afraid? He is the strength. He is the strength. He is my stronghold. He is all of our stronghold. He is, he is that, that, that strong and mighty, that mighty force that is immovable. Cannot be moved by any other. And that if we trust in him and understand that he is our strength, yeah, we're going to experience things on this earthly journey. Yes, we are. Tough times, weary days that we feel that we want to throw in the towel, we want to give up, that we don't want to keep fighting. Every day is a fight. Every day we're above ground, it's going to be a fight. It's going to be a battle. We're going to have to keep fighting, whether it's spiritually or, or earthly. Every day we, we face. Every day is about. But we have to be able to, to understand the Lord is our strength. He's right there in the midst. And all we have to do is call him. All we have to do is talk to our Father. He'll enlighten us. He'll be able to, to, to speak into us encouragement, speak into us love, and speak into us strength. Because he is our strength. And we just have to talk to him and speak to him and let him know, hey, hey let him know we love him. Let them know we care and let them know that, you know, uh, we know he is there. He's there. He's our strength. We can't, we can't give up. We can't give up. We got to keep fighting to the end. We got to keep fighting. No matter what's going on around us, no matter what's going on in the government, we know the Father is there. He's the creator of all, all. So, you know, in the earth, of the earth, he made it all. So, and it's all in his hands. So we have to understand that no fear, but we have strength in the Lord. And we know I ain't no fear in our Father, but it's strength. He's a fighter, and we must be fighters. We must we must fight together. We must encourage one another. We must lift one another up. And once we are able to do that, God, God, and once He sees that we are doing it consistently, God is able to move on our behalf. 
And we have to know where our strength is. Our strength is in the Lord, none other. No one on this earth but in the Father. All you have to do, we have to lift one another up, encourage one another. Those that are in fear, those that are in fear, they turn to other things to try to cope with what they're going through. But we have to be able to understand that the Lord is our strength. Anything we, 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 we need help with, anything that we, we may be battling, we go to the Father. And he tells us to go in our word. We have to go and talk to commune with our Father. Talk to our father like David did. Son of David spoke to his father, our father, day and night. Talk to him day and night. His viewpoints, he, he talked to the father. Amen. Verse, verse 2, when the wicked, even my enemies, and my foes came upon me to eat up my flesh. They stumbled and fell. And he, David is saying there were many individuals that came and wanted to take my life. But they were not victorious. They wanted to take them out, but they were not victorious. Goliath was not victorious. Saul was not victorious. Was not. Why? He was not, they were not victorious because the Lord was on David's side, and he had faith in the Lord. He trusted in the Lord. He believed in the Lord. Because without him trusting in the Lord, without him having faith, uh, him being the conqueror over the life would never took place. But because he, he had that faith, because he knew what his faith was in the Father, our Creator, one who reigns supreme, who would never change and always remain the same, he kept his faith. Small in stature. He was able to overcome the stronger stature, Goliath, with might and with the Lord on his side. He was able to overcome, and he was over, he was able to overcome Saul as well. Saul became became jealous of David and him and the attention he was getting. And decided to take David, tried to take David's life. But the Lord was on his side. The Lord was there. And today, even in our society today, the Lord is there. He's on our side. He's right there in the midst. But he wants us to talk to him, sing to him, get into our word and, and read of the word that we have for our earthly journey. And do it together. We can have our own time amongst ourselves, but also encourage one another and together in song and harmony and also in the word together. Because when we are able to do that, God is happy. God loves that. That makes God move even more and more, more and more. And it makes him happy. 
Amen, amen. In verse 3, it says, Though and host should it come against me, my heart shall not fear. Though war should rise against me, in this will I be confident. In this I will be confident. In this I will be confident. I will be confident in what? I will be confident in in the Lord that he shall he shall allow us all to be victorious. We got to be confident. Like David is saying in verse 3, he's letting us know we got to be confident in our Father. We have to have trust in our Father. No matter what battle we may go through or, or anything or trial or tribulation we may go through, we got to be confident that, you know what, my Father has me. Our Father has us all. But we have to be able to go to him. We have to be able to, to, to talk with him and, and, and also go into word together and enlighten one another on, on the word, on his word, and not be in fear. It comes to one of those, hey, you don't need no fear, but you just got to be confident in the Lord. And when we are confident in the Lord, because of the father of Satan, he wants us to be in fear so he can creep in and try to get us all off track. But if we are faithfully in the word together and in it together, singing and song and harmony together, God will move like never before on our behalf. He moves and he works, but he moves on his own. When he when he feels that he needs to move, and when he wants to move, not when we, you know, we want something from the Father. He knows he'll bring it when he feels that it's time. That time, the time is we're ready for it. So we have to understand that there's no fear. We're going through these tough times now. Yes, we are. At certain times, yes. This confabulation in the government, yes, it is. One turning on the other, yes. It's in the word. But we have to be able to not be in fear of what's going on, but understand that everything working out into our Father's plan, but not being in fear and encouraging myself on the word. Amen. Verse 4 says, one thing have I desired of the Lord. Hallelujah. That will I seek after, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life. To behold the beauty of the Lord and to inquire in his temple. Hmm. I got to read that again. One thing have I desired of the Lord that will I seek after that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life. To behold the beauty of the Lord and to inquire in his temple. Meaning that that's what we all must desire. We all want to be there, 
but our desire, and we must seek after what heaven, seek after being with the Father for eternity, being with him, creator of all things, being with him, ruler of all, over all. So while we're here on this earthly journey, how do we how do we seek after being with the Father in heaven one day? How do we seek after? We seek after by enduring the battles and being able to trust in the Father, being able to 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 go into His Word, the Holy Word, to encourage one another on on Word and 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 also applying it. Together, even when we feel, you know, we we don't want to turn another cheek or, or anything, or that we want to give up, or throw in the towel, or give up on our brothers or our sisters, we can't do that. We gotta lift one another up. We gotta stay in the fight. And we gotta keep fighting because when we we don't, we feel that we don't, we want to give up and and not not keep fighting, the enemy. That's a Open. Uh, we're, we're letting him. We're letting him come in. Satan come in, and to get us off track. We don't need it. When this world is over, and when this when our earthly journey is over, we're trying to get to where our Father is, being where He is for eternity, running our wings through those and get on through Jesus and through those heavenly gates. And earning our wings. This is how we do it. The battle, yes, we have battles on earth. We're going to have them. But together, being unified together, and in uh, unity, unified, unity together, and as one, and as conquering together, and encouraging one another. And lift one another up. Yes, we had work times. Yeah, we, we had some things in the past that we, we, we did not, you know, have things right on. But, but God, his grace and his mercy is forever. And we, we, we have to thank God. Every, each and every day we are, we are fortunate to be alive. We should be thanking the Father. And we thank the Father not just by saying we thank him, but born into his word. Reading his word. Encouraging one another of his word. And lifting one another up and helping one another. God loves all. Because when Jesus walked this earth, he showed us, he showed us how we should be on this earthly journey. How we should see, read about how when he walked this earth and how he showed love and how he was able to help no matter what town he went to, no matter where he went to and from, he was able to help, to encourage and lift uh, individuals up and encourage them.
and and he he wants to the same do the same, lift one another up, encourage one another, help one another. Amen. In verse five, it says, "For in the time of trouble, he should hide me in his pavilion." In the secret of his tabernacle shall he hide me. He shall set me up upon a rock. For in a time of trouble, he shall hide me. Meaning that God, our Father, shall, he shall cover thee. He shall protect thee. He shall, he understand that he is our safe haven. Our safe haven. He is our protector. He he is that strong and mighty rock that we can we can believe and trust in and understand our strength. And he is our strength, and that he will protect us. He will cover us. He is our shield. And understanding that wholeheartedly, that you know what. I'm protected. We all are protected. We all are protected. And understand that he, he is covering us. And we have to have faith in him and just be thankful that God allowed us to see this blessed Sunday, you know, all over the world. A lot of individuals were not fortunate to see Sunday today. But God saw it fit to allow us to be able to wake and rise on this blessed Sunday and also to be here this Sunday night and to together, come together, read the word together, talk together, and go into his word together. God loves that. When we're able to go into the word together, sing together, talk together. He loves it because that's our duty on this earth is to encourage one another of the word, apply the word, and love one another, lift one another up, and apply the word more than ever, now more than ever. Nothing else but the word applying in our in homes and in our family. And when we apply it, it gives them more encouragement. Okay, I want to go on the word. I don't want to, no TV, no this, no that, but I want to go on the word. I, I, let's go on the word. And when it's done constantly, children, even children, they they they, they want to go into the word. Not TV, not video games, but what? The word. Because when this earthly journey is over, ain't going to be none of that there where we going. And we praise his name forevermore in eternity. Because when this earthly journey is over, that's what we want to go and be with our Father. But we have to encourage one another now. Okay, it's time now. That door is open now. It's, it's open. So are, are we going to allow, that, allow ourselves to Put time in to to the Father with our family. We have to. 
is most important now more than ever. That we encourage ourselves, that we lift one another up, and that we go into the Word together, not just sometimes, but all the time. Does anyone want to say anything that's on the line now? You can feel free. Amen. Amen. I thank God for the for the words. Thank God for you. Um, I agree with you wholeheartedly. We have to stand. We have to trust in God no matter what. But our government is not our source. Only thing is our source is Jesus. He's our supplier. He's our protector. He's our shielding buckler. He's our strong tower. He's our fortress. He's our everything. We don't have any business being afraid of anything. God said he did not give us a spirit of fear, but power, love, and a sound mind. And we can defeat this corona. Matter of fact, it's already been done. Uh, in the, in the mm-hmm. spirit, it's already been done. Uh, we just have to stand firm on what God's word we either, either we're going to believe what God's word saying or we just close our Bibles, forget about it. Going back to doing what we were doing before we got saved. Because his word is true and it's right. There's nothing out there can hurt us or harm us. He said we are covered under the blood. So that means we are covered from head to foot. Foot to head, no matter what, we are covered. So people got this special faith. We got to stand still and know that God is God, that He is God, and we got to. We are the light of the world. We don't have any business running and hiding. The people are looking for help, and we are their help. God gave us power, authority, and dominion over the world. So we got power and authority over everything on the face of the earth. He gave it to us. So we should put forth what God has given us. We should work it. We should use it. We should do it every opportunity we get. Tell people about Jesus because he's soon to come. He's coming and coming in a hurry. So we got to do what God calls yes. us to do. We just in places here to, you know, to, it's all right to have a good time, but there's a time for everything. And there is a time. This is a big door that is open that we can win souls by the thousands. And if they're doing it, they're doing mm-hmm. it all over the world. And we got to do our part. You know, it's not just for one group of people, but it's for all Christians to win souls. And we don't have, like I said before, we don't have anybody business being running, hiding in caves, and ducking and dodging and stuff. You know, we got we are covered. Either people are gonna believe the word. You can't believe some of the word for some of the stuff that you. God is God. He's He's powerful. And if He created the heavens and the earth. If he created us, what is there that he can't do? Man don't man don't have no answer for blood. Where did the blood come from? They don't have no they don't have no they can't create blood. They only got duplicates. They only can duplicate it. So you know they don't have no answer for everything. They don't understand how the the bones grow in the wound of a woman. They don't understand all that. But we, the people of God, we have the insight. And the sight to see and know that God is God. And I've been standing on this word, believing in God, 
about 43 years, and I'm not backing down now. He done brought me through, through a whole lot of things, things that I didn't think I would make it. And the doctor said it was over. I'm still here. Not what the doctor don't have the last say so. Medicine is all right to take. It's good. I don't fight medicine. Take it if you want to. He, God had you. Jesus had you for, for Luke because he was physician because he knew everybody wasn't going to believe that, you know, they could be healed by him. So he let the medicine. But the medicine, there are side effects with the medicine. There aren't any side effects with the word of God. You can use it all day Amen. long, all night long. But I mean, I see, Kerobo Hoshi, Kerobo High in there, I see, Shake Kerobo Hotra, higher, my soul, higher. I thank God for you. Keep up the good work. Amen, amen. 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 Anyone else want to give some, a few words before we uh, finish up? Uh, Chapter 27. All right. Amen. 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 As we go on to verse 6 of Psalm 27, it says, And now shall mine head be lifted up above my enemies round about me. Therefore will I offer in his tabernacle sacrifices of joy. I will sing ye, I will sing praises unto the Lord. Amen. And David is saying in this particular verse, verse 6, that during every, every battle or anything that we go through on our earthly journey, we must keep our heads high. It must not be hanging low or down like, like, you know, we, we, we're like afraid or in fear, but we gotta keep it high. Keep it high and stand mighty and strong because God has keep, has kept us and has kept us and we must sing praises unto Him. Thank, thank Him for the good, the bad, the past and even the now. Because how far we came, how far we have come, and how far we are still going, and still going on and keep and still fighting. We got to say praises. We got to show them. We got to let them know, hey, we love you. And we love you by going in the Word together. Like me and Pastor Goffin, he spread his, his encouragement and I, that that's very encouraging, you know, when we are able to encourage one another, lift one Amen. another up. We have to. And if we can do that on a consistent basis, man, many things are, are going to be done. Many mighty things will be done. And many lives can will be touched. Because we we have ear, we, all we have to do is is put block everything out of our mind and listen in, listen and listen, and because that 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 particular those words can be very encouraging 
to someone that that's just trying to to find find hope, that's trying to to to, to find encouragement, that's trying to hear a little few words of of, of uh, to give him that push to 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 make it. To, to make it a few more days. So, oh, how can I make it out here? Oh, how can I make it this day? How can I make it that day? How can I make it through the storm? How can I make it? How can I make it through tornado? How can I make it through this fire? Oh, my, 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 uh, house been burnt down. Uh, how can I make it? Storm just came through. How can I make it? Those in Tennessee, uh, a uh, f- few, uh, weeks ago in Tennessee and, they they had a, a tornado and storm that came through that tore them, tore them apart, tore them up. That's what I'm saying. How can I make it? How can I make it? Now? I lost things. I uh, lost individuals, but God is still there. Yes, you lost, uh, you know, your home. That can be built again. But just keep your faith. Don't lose hope. Yeah, you had the house for years, but don't lose hope. Because God is there. He is our hope. When you feel that, oh, you, you, there ain't no way you can repair things. There ain't no way things can be put back together. It, it can. But you just got to have faith in the Father. Get into his word. And he'll enlighten you and encourage you on his word. And, and when you go into the word, you get enlightened. As we go into verse 7, it says, Hear, O Lord, when I cry with my voice, have mercy also upon me and answer me. And David is saying, like he's speaking to the Father, like very, like he's in, in his soul and in his heart, he, he's crying out to the Father. He's saying, hear, O Lord, when I cry with my voice. Have mercy also upon me and answer me. He's saying, answer me, Father, answer me. Hear my cry, hear my voice. There's a lot of individuals today in the world that have gone through some things, houses gone, no job. I tell you that God is hearing you. He is hearing your cry. He has heard your cry. Continue to trust and have faith in him. He hears you, and sooner or later, he will answer, and he will move. But keep the faith. Keep the faith. He's going to restore you. He's going to, yes, you lost your job over the uh, epidemic and what we're going through now, but understand and have faith. God is going to restore you back. And give you a better job, but understand that he is there. He hears your cries. He sees the tears that you cry. He sees. He will answer. But just continue to have faith and believe. Continue to have faith. Continue and and understand that that what God can do. He is. He is. A lot of things have limits. But God, he has no limits. He, he continues. He the blessings that he brings forth and that he can do, it ain't no limit to the blessings that he can bring through, that he can pour down, that he can rain down. On earth, they may be limits. But God 
his blessings, they just keep pouring in. They keep coming and coming, abundance of blessings. But don't worry. When mayhem hits, don't worry. Have faith. Yes, you may have, may lose materialistic things and of sorts, but understand that the Lord is there. God will repair it back. God will restore it back to you. But you got to have faith. A lot of individuals with, with the, the, the coronavirus. Have faith. Don't worry about what the doctors say or, or what the, uh, on the news say. Have faith and understand that you will be healed. You will be set free of sickness. You will be free, set free of it. God hears you. He hears your cry. He hears your cry. He sees the tears. He sees it. But being able to, to go to him and lean on him. Now, now more than ever, we all have to lean on our Father who reigns supreme and mighty, creator of all things and everything therein. We have to lean on him. Not on other things, not on other people or anyone, but lean on the Father. And allow others to encourage us on the word. Like Pastor Goffin just encouraged me. He can encourage all of us. We got to do it, and we can do it together. Encouraging one another. We got to be able to do it consistently, all of us. Encourage one another. And not nothing in return but being able to encourage and enlighten our brothers and our sisters on the word of God. To lean on the Lord. Lean on him. And understand that we will be delivered. We shall be set free. Abundance of sickness, of, of illness. We're going to be set free. Because on earth we have, there's evil, there's sicknesses on the earth. But the government is mayhem going on, but we know when we get to heaven, our eternal home, that's what our goal is, what we're reaching towards. We know there ain't no evil there, there ain't no sickness there, but it's love, peace, harmony, togetherness, love, saying, and giving praise unto the Father. Day in and day out. But we have to do it here on the earth while we are here as well. So when we get to that, when we get to our eternal home, we'll be ready. We, won't, we, won't, we ain't got to worry about no bags being packed or, or, or anything, but we just be to take ourselves and we be ready when Christ comes to take us home, that we be ready to go up with him and go up to our eternal home. And when we, uh, when we, Make it through Jesus. And we earn our wings that we go through and, and we be happy. But we got to endure while we're here and we're not going through it alone. God is right there in the midst. But we have to lean on the Father who is supreme, who is mighty. And, and, and we have to be joyful. Yes, we have a tough time. Yes, we are going through them. But God sees our cry. He knows. He knows. He sees when we cry with tears fall out down our eyes. He can't probably even count. He knows every 
uh, tear that hall, how many times a tear fell down our eyes or anything. He knows. He knows when we're going to cry. He knows. And he knows if the tears are sincere or not. But he sees all, all things. And he hears our cry. He hears when we cry to him and when we talk to him. He knows. But we gotta, we gotta seek after him. Lean on the Father. In verse 8, it says, When thou saddest, seek ye my face. My heart said unto thee, Thy face, Lord, will I seek. When thou saidest, seek ye my face. My heart said unto thee, thy face, Lord, will I seek. Now more than ever, that's what we should be doing, seeking after the Lord. Seeking after him. Now more than ever, we have to seek after him. Seek after our creator. More than ever. And as we do that, we become unstoppable. We become effective. When we seek after him, we become effective, effective, and we, we become, become unstoppable. Well, no matter what may come at our doorstep or what may come in our lives, we will become unstoppable because we've got the Lord on our side. And, and we know he on our side and that any battle that we're going to go through or experience, we're, we're going to be overcoming. And we're going to overcome the enemy and his tactics. And as we understand that together, and as we grow together in his word, we become effective. And we have to be able to do that together. In harmony and in truth and in the word of God. And we read and reading scriptures and reading of the great men and women that went in the word, that was going through things in the word and that went to Christ and was not in fear. They heard of the things, many things Jesus did when he walked to earth, the things found and found what they heard. They wanted to see it for themselves. But we don't have to see. We know that the Father will make a way. But some individuals that don't know the Lord, we can encourage them. Hey, let's go in the word of the Lord together. Encourage them. Let's go in the word together. Take time out for the Lord. Take time out for him. And he, and he, he'll open doors for you. He will. I've seen it happen. He made a way out of the way for all of us in the past, and he's doing it now. But we got to keep faith. we got to have faith. And we got to seek after whom? The Father. Verse 9. Hide not thy face far from me. Put not thy servant away in anger. Thou hast been my help. Leave me not, neither forsake me, O God of my salvation. Now, David is saying he don't want the father to the 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 to go away. 
to go away or or, or, or forsake him or leave him out in the cold or, or astray. Because, and we, you know, a lot of individuals may think that God has left you, but God has been right there. May that may may be thinking, okay, why why are these things happening? Why are we experiencing these things? Uh, but God sees and God knows. But He's allowing them because He wants us more to spend more time with Him, and that we must get more closer with Him now more than ever. Because in the times that we are in, we have to encourage ourselves. We have to lift one another up. And we have to show love through the word of God and by spreading love, spreading the, the love of Christ. And we spread the love by the word of God, by, by helping one another, by lifting one another up and spending our time together in the word of God and understanding that God will never forsake nor leave us no matter what time, no matter what Many things that we have been through. By the time we can say, we, we, we may say, even when we were in our lowest lows, that God had left us, but God never left us. God was there. Amen. The last verse of the night, people of God, it says, when my father and my mother forsake me, then the Lord will take me up. Meaning that even though mother and father may forsake thee, the, the Lord is there. The Lord is there. The Lord is there. The Lord loves. The Lord is there to be there. To watch over. To, 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 he, he's there to cover. He's there. If ma, mama and uh, papa go go away, and and they're not on earth anymore, we know that the Lord is there. You're not alone. God has not left you. He's there in the midst. He's in your corner. And the time that we are in now, He's in our corner, all of our corner. We just gotta seek Him, seek after, draw after, draw towards our Father. And he will work everything out. Amen. Amen. Tonight, I would like to thank all who who was a, who were able to to join in and listen in tonight. I pray blessings for all, love for all, and togetherness for all. And that we all begin to wholeheartedly go into the word more and more. And as we go into the word more and more and time and again, we, we familiarize ourselves and get more in depth into the word of God. And as we, even in song and harmony, singing unto the Lord, showing the Lord that we love him, showing him that we thank him for bringing us out of every battle and through every battle that we have experienced in our earthly journey. 
and many trials that we have had in the past and even now. Tribulations, but we know that our Father will bring us through and bring us out. Pastor Goffin, can you pray us out? Father, we want to thank you for tonight's word. For the speaker on tonight, we ask you to ever bless him and keep him covered with your blood. Watch over him. Lord, we thank you for him anointing with a fresh and new anointing. Watch your spirit upon him without measure. Over and over revelation knowledge to him. Lord, we pray for every pastor. We pray for every bishop, every apostle, every prophet, every prophetess. We pray for every evangelist. We pray, God, for your pastors and teachers, God. We pray for the entire world. We speak to Corona, that coronavirus. We speak to it. I say in the name of Jesus, be gone and never to return in the name of Jesus. We thank you for those that were on the line and those that desired to be on the line that were not on the line tonight. I pray blessings upon them in the name of Jesus. Amen. 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 Everyone have a blessed and a prosperous night. Amen. Same to you too. Amen, amen. All right, love you. Love you too.